No more excuses. Why children matter most in your church. Part number two of a two-part conversation on children's ministry with Emily Crash and Reverend Jen Huff on episode number 31 of the To Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Trumbull. You are welcome to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Bishop Trimble is on a mission to encourage you with the love of Jesus Christ so you can rise to your highest potential. On To Be Encouraged, Bishop Trimble speaks to a discouraged world with a good word on the pandemic, racism, the environment, human sexuality, and the state of the church, with a focus on centering your life on the love of Jesus Christ. Has there ever been a more needed time for an encouraging word to our world? This is your time to rise to your greatest potential and to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble. Hello, good people. Welcome to uh, the To Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Treble. I'm your co-host, Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. On this podcast, we are always are all about offering an encouraging word to an often discouraged world. One of the most encouraging things that occurs in most of our lives is children. And yet in the life of the church, this is sometimes can be a frustrating thing as children ministries are sometimes... A point of frustration, if we don't have any children in the church, how do we minister to the children of our community? What is this all about? Today we're going to say that there are no more excuses because indeed, biblically, theologically, and in the life of the church, children matter most. This is part two of a conversation we began last week in episode 30 with Emily Crash, who is the Associate Director of Leadership Development and Emerging Leaders at the Indiana Conference of the United Methodist Church, and with Reverend Jen Huff, who is the missions coordinator of the Indiana Conference and is the chairperson of the Children Matters Most initiative. We're going to be having a conversation today between Bishop Trimble and myself and Emily and Jen about children in your church or lack thereof. And if they are lacking the numbers, how do you connect in with schools and other entities in your community which have children? And how can we serve the needs of children and community through partnership? And we're going to talk about there's really no excuses, no more excuses for not being involved with children's ministries in our church because it has to be a priority. We're going to talk about the resources that are available, the theological foundation, and how you can get involved with children in your community, what it means putting the matters of knowing that children matter first. This is going to be a great episode. I invite you to go back to episode number 30 at uh, com for the foundation of this conversation. But right now, let's get into episode number 31. No more excuses as children matter most. With Emily Crash, Jen Huff, Bishop Tremble, and myself. Let's get into that conversation right now. 
Yeah, wonderful. Bishop, uh, what are your thoughts about kind of the biblical theological foundations of why we need to be involved with children's ministry? One of the realities we have, as already mentioned here, that a lot of our churches don't really have many children in them. Uh, but uh, let's talk about biblical theological foundations, and maybe you might have some things you want to talk to uh, Emily and uh, Jen about that regarding that. I think uh, uh, when we think of children, you know, God has stated through the prophets uh, at both the Old and New Testament that God's love is for everyone. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that a child came into the world and we celebrated on Christmas that the, the baby that changed everything, the baby Jesus, we claim and we profess from the Bible and from our theology that we are all children of God, children of the most high God creator. And Jesus was unapologetic in his instructions that to not hinder children as they seek access to God, as they seek access to him. Uh, Matthew 19, let the children uh, come to, to me and do not hinder them uh, for it is to such as them that uh, that the kingdom of God is like. Being a Christian and, and being a Christian means you care and you love for children, doesn't it? We are all children, children of God, and and this is uh, what we're talking about here. It's not this is not optional, you know. This is not optional. It is what we are are about. And so, Jen and Emily have mentioned about resourcing local churches and that kind of thing. So. Let's go there for a minute. Emily, what are some of the, you know, you've had this event and that's a great thing, but what are some of the specific resources that churches or pastors or children's leaders may be able to access either on websites or other resources that maybe they can apply their life? Let's just say that person is kind of feel I'm lost. What do I do? What are some resources that they can apply? Mm-hmm. Yes. We are very grateful for the many resources that are on the INUMC website in relationship to Children Matter Most. Uh, It gives uh, a wide range of different types of ministry and community information that allows you to be able to think about your specific context. Uh, One of the things that we're excited about when you begin to look at the different resources that we have Um, are the connections that we're seeing that we can have throughout the conference as well, knowing that with Bishop's Christmas offering and the opportunities for churches to be able to not only give, but to receive and to consider what it means to be a part of the ministry uh, that is happening there. Uh, We are also um, excited about the uh, Dream and Do Awards, which Jen um, may also want to speak a little bit about that, but we have an opportunity for young people, for children to actually receive a grant to be able to continue to do a service project or uh, work within their own community that they see as important. Because one of the things that I strongly believe, and I know Children Matter Most believes, is that children are certainly our future, but they're also our present and that they have gifts and abilities to use now. And so one of the resources that we provide is an opportunity to help kids get involved in the work within their own space, their own community, and within the needs that they see as well. And so again, that's a resource that you can find at the website. 
because we want churches as well as children to know that we can all do something. There's mm-hmm. always something that we can do. So um, oftentimes we we want to share all those resources because it provides inspiration. It provides foundation. But even as Jenna was speaking about relationship, oftentimes it's also knowing uh, that you can do that one thing for a child and for the children in your community that can that can spur on that difference. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Go ahead and give us, uh, we'll put it in our show notes at tobeencouraged.com. But what is the, go ahead and tell us the res- the, the website, how people can, can get a hold of the resources there. Yeah, you really want to go to inumc.org. And you can actually scroll down and right away on that uh, homepage, you will see the initiative for Children Matter Most uh, right there next to a picture of Bishop Trimble. Actually, because of his support for Children Matter Most, it's right there on the front page that you can click on and get all the resources that you need. Jen, let's hear some stories about uh, some testimonials, some good news stories about how the Children's Matter Most initiative has been helpful uh, either to individuals or to churches or situations. Do you have any stories like that about good news stories about children's ministry in uh, churches that are I happening out there? I think that the Share best stories have been done by our communications team. Um, anytime we get a grant report, anytime that um, we hear something, we go ahead and send that over to them. And they're able to do a write-up and then link Children Matter Most. So, again, that would be at that org site. Um I just, there are so many. So um, I guess one of the people on our team, um, Reverend Stacy Downing, who did one of the breakout sessions for our all-in event, she is a great example of somebody who is um, doing something that matters in the community. So she does prayer walks, and she will share the prayers um, on her Facebook page And each time she's praying for a different aspect of the school, and um, maybe it's the um, janitorial staff, maybe it is families struggling with a certain issue, maybe it is the teachers that day or the students, and she will walk around that school and bathe it in prayer. She invites people to come with her, and then she is sharing with others how to do that on her own page, which is wonderful to show that children matter most. Bishop, uh, what else do you want to ask or know from Jen or uh, Emily about what is happening with uh, children matter most? Well, I'd be interested in hearing why they are so personally uh, committed to this work and enthusiastic about it. There's so many stories. There's a video that was shared at annual conference that includes children. when you think, Brad, about our camping ministry and when you think about the amount of scholarships we provide for children to go to camps and specialty camps, when we think about our three children's homes, we have representatives from all three of our children's homes who are part of the Children Matter Most team. And it's phenomenal. They've not left, even during the pandemic, all of this time, that team has really evolved and new people have come on and 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 transition off, but the enthusiasm for the work that's already being done. And one of the most incredible things I think that has happened as a result of these two leaders and others on the team that are not on the podcast now, that we've 
we've eliminated the excuses that we often put on ourselves. Most of our excuses and limitations are self-imposed. Hmm. For example, Emily already addressed that. Some people will say, we don't have any children. We say, well, go outside and walk one block in any direction. Can you see a school? Then you do have children. Yeah. Are you in one of the communities where we have a children's home? Are you in Evansville? Are you in Lebanon? Are you in the greater Indianapolis area? Are you, then you're closer than you may think to the opportunity to connect to children. Are you near one of our universities? Uh, uh, whether it's a state university or whether it's a United Methodist related university, then we are closer to the opportunity to participate in children. Because when I think about even this, the Student Leadership Academy, I, it, the more we think about it, the more the more images are coming to my mind about ways in which we we engage. Uh, and ch and children want to be involved in changing the world. I know part of what Reverend Jen Jen's work, work is is helping people engage with hands-on mission. And one of the things I've found is I've be, if I've had a chance to meet with children, especially dealing with emerging leaders, they want to be about the business of doing something to make the world a better place in the name of Jesus. So mm -hmm. not just to play games. And though playing having fun is always a good thing. Because one of my one of the reasons I'm United Methodist is because I grew up in a Methodist church where children and young people were encouraged to have a good time in church. So I, I went to camps and uh, uh, after school program, vacation Bible school. So we're, there are lots of ways for us to really engage. And another piece I would want to ask is if they'd like to speak to the role of children matter most in addressing the issue of advocacy. We are in a state where we really need to remember there's also public policy that impacts the quality of life of children. We saw that also on, on the on our most recent annual conference in the role Children Matter Most played addressing gun violence. And I'd be interested in hearing, hearing them uh, respond to that. Yeah, I would love to first share even the impact that it has had on me. <laughs> I will tell you that as a person who has worked with children and young people throughout my entire life, one of the things that Children Matter most has impacted for me is that recognition that there are opportunities within our local schools that they are desperately wanting uh, adults to be able to be involved in. And so, although I've always been a person who showed up at the school and went to events, this year I have become a mentor within the Fort Wayne Community Schools. And so I meet weekly with one student and hearing her story and learning about her circumstances has had an impact on me as well as I know that as we meet and we talk, it has an impact on her. And I will tell you that it reminds me as I have that experience myself of the power of the opportunities that really are there that we've been speaking about. Uh, one of our initiatives of nonviolence has really stood out to me as we have had conversations one-on-one -on -one in this mentoring situation. She has talked about fights that have happened at her school or that she has personally had a connection to. And I think about the, the great need for us to continue to help children and young people understand what it means to make peace, as well as for us, as Bishop Trimble has said, to continue to consider how do we help 
schools be a safe place where the young people that are there don't have to think about the presence of guns and have to be concerned about their own well-being when they're in a space where they're meant to be learning and growing. And so I would say children matter most in terms of why I am so passionate about it and excited about it is because I can see the work that we are doing as valuable to individual young people as people get inspired like myself to be mentors. But I think it also makes a huge impact when we begin to understand the big picture of what children are living with and what it looks like for us to be advocates when it comes to the violence that they experience and the realities that they're hearing about in their day-to-day experience. There's a lot of discouraging things for kids and other people as well. And this is an encouraging uh, word as well. So, uh, Jen, get, give us an encouraging word from your perspective, uh, regarding what we're talking about here. An encouraging word to kind of help us put a bow on what we've been talking about here today. We aren't necessarily going to get to see the fruit that grows and the trees that grow, but we certainly can, we are called by God to be planting the seeds in the lives of all of these children. It is a wonderful blessing to be able to see the trees or the fruit that grow, but um, it is even more of a blessing to be able to plant those seeds and then get to dream and imagine how those will grow in the future and hope to get to be a part of that. And so it's all about planting those seeds. And um, that focus of nonviolence being against the gun violence advocacy that we talked about at annual conference, we are continuing that with Bishop's Christmas offering. The theme this year isn't just children matter most, it's be a peacemaker. We are teaching children and adults who usually get more out of the children's moments anyways during worship, um, a take-home message, and they are learning four weeks of Be a Peacemaker. And those resources are already live on the same day we had the all-in event for people to be able to utilize in their local churches as well on our website. And um, we're excited about just bringing that all together um, this Advent and Christmas season. And then also um, we mentioned the Dream and Do Awards, and I wanted to let people know, too, that um, from the missions department, we'll be choosing some of those projects that especially have a missions-based ministry, and we'll be matching those awards um, that are given to children and youth as they take on the world. Well, awesome. Thank you for sharing, uh, Jen and Emily. And Bishop, what kind of final words of encouragement would you give to us about Children Matter Most and about Mm -hmm. the work of Emily and Jen and all the other folks involved with Children's Matter Most? And then maybe close close with a prayer, please. Sure, absolutely. Let me just say a few things. Number one, uh, I, I, I'd like to keep my my position as president of the uh, fan club for uh, Children Matter Most. And I want to encourage Emily to keep doing and keep dreaming big dreams. Let's be let's be ambitious to the point where someone will ask us, Jen and Emily, aren't you being a bit too ambitious about this? Uh, let's be accused of that. And Jen, I pray for you, for your leadership because children matter most every day you wake up because you're raising children uh so in in your home so children matter most in your home and children matter most in your minute in, in all of our ministry and, and i like to uh, 
to Brad and I periodically like to keep check check on each other because we're both grandparents. I was going to say that so. one of the most encouraging things <laughs> in my life regarding children is my grandchildren. And uh, some of those churches that don't have kids remind those grandparent types that they got grandkids right. somewhere they kids. that they can be caring about. And, and one of the things I'm always learning from Corinne, and one of the things she said uh, several months ago was she said, Papa, what is your superpower? And I think that's a question I like to leave with our listeners. You know, I think God is asking us, uh, what is our superpower? And I couldn't think of what to say right away. So what I told Corinne, I said, my superpower is love and uh, the love that God has for me and has for you and has for all children. Uh, and if we exercise our superpower, I think we can literally do what we claim that we want to do as United Methodists, and that is transform the world. Sure, we absolutely are committed to making disciples of Jesus Christ, but we have an end goal. The end goal is transforming the world so that as the, as we pray in, a, in the prayer that Jesus taught us, that that his will be done, God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Praise be to God for those who are committed to children all over the world. We pray for the children in Ukraine. We pray for the children in Sudan. We pray for the children in southern and northern Indiana, east and west. God bless the children. Children are a gift from God. Thank you for sharing to Bishop Julius Treble. Emily Crash and Reverend Jen Huff from Children Matter Most. And thank you for joining us today on the To Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Trouble. This is the podcast where we give an encouraging word to a discouraged world. Thanks so much to Emily Crash and Reverend Jen Huff from Children's Matters most initiative for sharing their insights and thoughts about how your church can get connected to the needs of children in your community and how your church can develop programs and and develop and take advantage of the resources available. I wanted to let you know that the resource lists are available on the website regarding Children's Matters Most. We'll put links to that website at our website, which is tobeencouraged.com. Look for episode number 31. Just a reminder that this was part two of a two-part series uh, regarding Children's Matters Most. The other part is available, also links in our show notes. That's tobeencouraged.com, episode number 30. I want you to tune in next uh, time, friends, where we'll have uh, some new episodes in our church about digital ministry. You're going to tune in to the, that episode around digital ministry in your church and in the community moving forward. Always here to be helpful, to offer an encouraging word to a discouraged world, to a discouraged world. And this is uh, glad to have you with us here on the To Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. My name is Reverend Dr. Brad Muller, your co-host. Until next time, friends, remember to always do all the good that you can. Consider yourself encouraged and appreciated for listening to Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Now, please share the blessing and encourage others in your life to listen to Be Encouraged. You can do just that by pointing your people to the website tobeencouraged.com. That's T-O-B-E 
E-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E-D.com or connect through Apple Podcast, where you can follow, rate, and review To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. When you do that, you're doing your part to bring a good word to a discouraged world. Remember to listen next week to Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble and never forget, God loves you and there's nothing you can do about it.